You're listening to the Western Science Speaks podcast. Explaining why these selfless acts are actually advantageous is important. Evolution is a slow and unguided process. Well, I'm Canadian and this is the school I go to and this is how much I love my culture. Let me share this with you. Presented by Henry Standage. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Today, Western Science Speaks expands its horizons as we have not one, but two guests. Dan Lazart, who came onto the podcast last year to talk about his research pertaining to artificial intelligence and using it to diagnose and treat physical injuries, is back, and we're lucky enough to be joined by his PhD student, Brent Davis. They're working on a software program that identifies people who appear to be struggling with drug abuse on social media. The whole project in concept and execution feels like such a fantastic modern remedy to some of the cries out for help we see online. So I hope you enjoy. Here's the interview. All right. A couple of firsts on the podcast today. Our first two-time guest. Dan Lazard and our first three-man podcast. Thanks for coming, guys. And we'll start with, Bren, why don't you tell us a little bit about the research and what you and Dan are doing together. So uh, the research we're doing is a way to search social media for a topic of interest that you might not know the keywords for. Like if you go on Google and you type in like cat pictures, you're going to get cat pictures out. Uh, If you're looking for something a little more relevant to like research elsewhere you do uh, it might be involving a community of people that you don't really know how they talk um, so if you're trying to find that posts that are related to that it can be very challenging uh, so we're trying to build a technique that opens up um, that kind of research for other people I see something that I always see made fun of is like parents how to catch your kids internet slang and it's always like absolutely incorrect. And so how do you build one that actually, as this stuff changes really fluidly, keeps up with it? Um, so the, the kind of new technique that's coming out for that is a technology called word embeddings. Um, so as long as you can find a sample of where the kids are talking and using their slang, uh, you can get a technique that'll go in and kind of learn a machine-oriented understanding of what that word means. And it'll at least usually put that slang near other slang that is used interchangeably. And where do you move from there? So when you've figured out how to embed these words, and then what are the next steps then? So for us, the next steps are once you've got that representation built up of how are people using language online, um, you can take a lot of different next steps, which is actually kind of a fun thing about this piece of research. So one of the next steps you can do is Um, look for more occurrences of that same kind of discourse, like that same kind of way of talking. And you can move to different platforms. So like you could learn about a discourse on one platform, like Reddit, for example, and you could use what you learned there to maybe search on Twitter for similar kinds of conversations that are happening. Right, and you guys are starting off on Reddit, right? Yes, we are. Yeah, Um, one of the big differences about Reddit is that everything is more likely to be anonymous than Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so the odds of you finding someone that's like put up, this is where I live, this is what I do for a living, this is what, uh, usually Reddit accounts don't have that much detail. Uh, whereas Twitter, most people tend to label it with 
everything. Yeah. Uh, like, I know mine has, like, where, what I do, where I work, um, picture of my face. You don't really see that on Reddit, which I think is an advantage for getting this started. Because we think that um, people feel a little bit more free on Reddit to speak their minds and to speak in a way that they know they'll be understood by the community of people that they want to yeah. interact with. So so we feel like we're um, getting a, a better picture of, um, yeah, how people are using language. Yeah. On Twitter, you could have work colleagues or even family. Exactly. Whereas Reddit, you can keep it as low profile as you want. Right. And, and yeah. it's narrow in scope on the subreddits, too, so you want to... Exactly. And Brent can tell you a little bit more about how we're using that. The other obvious difference, too, is, like, the form in Reddit is kind of as long as you want to post for it, you can post more or less, whereas on Twitter it's different because you're restricted in how long you can talk for it. Mm -hmm. But the subreddit community idea and using that, it was a big part of Brent's uh, approach. And you're looking solely at mental health here, right? So far. Yeah, um, and mental health and substance abuse in particular, right? Um, so, like, one community that is out there, um, that came up from talking to the health units and seeing what might support them, is there's still the opioid epidemic going on. Um, I think, is it up to, I think it was 3,000 in 2018 overdoses in Ontario. Uh, I'm not sure on the number, I could have gotten that number wrong, but it's, it's been steadily going up. And they're a hard-to-reach population. Like, no one's going to go on Twitter, like, on their work account and be like, hey guys, I'm about to go home and do whatever their drug of choice is. Um, but on Reddit, they have a way to go and talk to each other. And you see some surprising things like safety tips, um, the overdose kits. Um, there's, it's very much not just kind of what you'd expect of people being flippant about it. There's kind of a, an active community around yeah. what they do. Um, and that's where we're getting the, the language they use from to be able to understand what's going on there. Can you give me an example of this language? So what's something that would pop up on your system as a red flag? Um, the One of the big ones is uh, fentanyl. Right. They just call it fent. Um, so if you didn't know that and you're trying to do a keyword search, if you keyword search for fentanyl, it's most of them aren't going to uh, shorten it to fent for you to try and find that. Um, and that's very common is that short forms get used... Um, Informal names uh, get used. I'm actually, can you think of any street names? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, a lot of language around buying and selling. And I can't think of any of the specific words right now, but a lot of the language around buying and selling is different in that yeah. community than it is in other communities. And I should say, like, you could just read a whole bunch of that subreddit and eventually you would get it, right? Or you yeah. would identify some of these things. But yeah. I think one of the things that we're providing is a way to use a computer to highlight the words that are most distinctive of the discourse in that subreddit without having to like um, read through it all manually. Who is this information for? So you're making you're kind of making a shortcut for people, right? So that they don't have to like go full method investigation for a year to figure out that fent means fentanyl. So who who are you supplying this to? This project was really instigated by um, an epidemiologist with Ottawa Public Health, uh, Cam McDermott, he's a great guy. And we were talking about um, different ways in which AI techniques might be able to help people working in public health. And he really expressed his frustration over how hard it is for folks in working in public health who want to be 
helping and delivering services to these vulnerable populations to actually get in touch with them. It's really hard. And so that kind of piqued our interest. And so they've always been our kind of number one client, um, not just CAM, but um, public health organizations in general. So they're definitely at the top of our minds. Right, and they've got two major universities there, as well as Algonquin College. I don't know what else is there, but have they used it toward kind of the student life there at all yet? No, they haven't, but we are collaborating with um, folks in uh, at Carleton University in the geography department because they're really interested in how does uh, the place where you are interact with this whole thing in terms of like what vulnerabilities do you have, what do you have access to, um, how does it impact what kind of services you can get. So um, we're starting, and, and the folks at Carleton have a lot of expertise in working with populations and really helping them tell their own stories about what their experiences are like, which we really like and it's expertise that we don't have, but working with those social scientists at Carleton, I think is gonna give us a way to really um, bring this beyond, uh, you know, um, helping the health units, which would be great to reach out to these folks, but to help the people on social media um, really tell their stories and help them tell the rest of us what they're really going through. Right, without the veil of anonymity. Yeah. So a problem I've had is, so there's Reddit Western, right? So Which is like as about as narrow as you can really get. They don't like it when I promote the podcast on their subreddit. Because <laughs> apparently I don't add to the community, I just plug the podcast. But I imagine for you guys, with the Ottawa people, it's probably pretty rare that you find someone who talks about their location being in Ottawa and then kind of being the ideal person for who you're working with. So how are you gonna be able to find lots of people in that demographic? Yeah. Um, the, the kind of bewildering part is that there is much more than you would expect. Um, there are people on there that I think just absentmindedly, that they're not thinking that someone's gonna come and find this, no one's gonna look at this ever. And they do, they say, I'm in Ottawa and I bought this. Uh, not exactly in those terms, but spread out over like 20, 30 posts, you can sometimes find something that explicit. Um, the other part that we're doing is that, this is part of where we need the expertise of the geography folks, is uh, and for the public health units, they want to look in an area. And like you said, there are subreddits dedicated to areas, like Western's an area, Ontario has its own subreddit, uh, Canada, London. We've got Western and London, Ontario, so yeah. it's yeah. just here. Um, so those are all spots where you can go and um, for the most part it's getting usernames out of there because usually someone doesn't do all of their posting on London, Ontario. Um, but you can get some people that you have a pretty good idea have a tie to London, Ontario by going and getting usernames from there. Um, and then you can retrieve their history. And that's where we start to bring in the the machine learning apparatus really right. to help so, us out. So they're prominent on Reddit Ottawa Senators or something and then yeah. you, you, know, you have a pretty big hint there or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And that was one of the things we, one of the bunch of things we started thinking about at the beginning of this, like what would be those flags and it's like sense fans and maybe government stuff, maybe uh, Ottawa Blues Fest, like there's a lot yeah. of, you know, there's a lot of things that folks in that region, for example. Right, we're definitely better to yeah. start off with a major city where there's just yeah, more things. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. But it's important to, because we're, we're not interested in identifying people so we can go to their house or something. No. And I don't think we'd ever be able to do that, which is just as well. 
Um, but the cool thing about this is that it's a two-way street social media. So, you know, the health units can reach out to these individuals without exposing them, without having to know exactly where they're at, without having to know their name, even just with things like, you know, did you know we have this program? Did you know uh, safe injection sites are here, here, and here? Even stuff that basic is stuff that they can't target right now because they're not sure who really needs it. So that's that's really the, the, the goal of the project in terms of what we hope we can deliver to them. Have you thought about how you would ever possibly expand to other social media sites? Uh, the nice advantage of how we built the technique is that as long as it's from a social media site that has like a text, like they type out what they were thinking, um, it can be used on any of them. Uh, nothing that we are doing so far is specific to like Reddit score, or Karma, upvotes. Uh, it's entirely based just on the words they use. Um, so it actually translates to Twitter very easily and potentially other social media too. Yeah. Weirdly, I see a lot of heavy stuff on Facebook these days, which you would assume wouldn't be the case. But <laughs> Facebook is like, if I'm feeling like particularly strong that day, <laughs> I'll, I'll like check out Facebook and see what old people from high school who maybe stuff hasn't panned out perfectly for I them. I agree. And I wonder if that's something that's changing over time. Because there's a lot of, we have some great expertise at Western too, thinking about um, uh, what are the impacts of social media on different aspects of people's lives? Jackie Burkle in FIMS is a great example. She's a, she's a great researcher, and she looks at um, has looked at different aspects of social media. One of them, I think, being like the idea that you don't always present the your best self on social media, mm -hmm. or like you know, kind of pretend that things are always super sunny even when they're not. But I wonder if we're seeing that change over time. That's the other thing about this project, and the thing about social media in general, like everything is evolving so fast that we're doing. Uh, we're kind of watching it happen in front of us as we develop these techniques, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes and how we have to adapt doing the work. Yeah, and Reddit is kind of an intellectual community in a way. Like you guys said they have all these safety tips, and there's actually a real discussion going on. If I were to do an opioid, that would be the place I'd kind of trust to talk about it. With Facebook, I think you have people more just shouting out into the void, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree with that, and I think... Like what Brent was saying about the slash r slash opiates is is really remarkable. It's like there's people on there who are, there are people on that subreddit who are public health type people who care about harm reduction and are trying to get the yeah. word out. Like like professionals are already using that subreddit, for example. So we're, um, we are really seeing people with a lot of expertise and a huge amount of lived experience like having these conversations. So it, it's an amazing thing that's being captured right now as people are going through this. Yeah, how would you compare it? So when you came on last summer, we talked about physical AI help, kind of diagnosing, stuff like that. Have you noticed any similarities or major contrast between the two things that you kind of thought were interesting? I think the main difference is, well, there, I feel like there's one big difference and one big similarity. Like in, uh, in the diagnosis setting, you usually have... Uh, measurements of what we call health outcomes like you know what happened with somebody and you're trying to figure out what were the causes that led to whatever that outcome was whether it was good or bad and then you're trying to like figure out what you could have done differently um we can sort of do that with this project but not nearly as well and it's a lot more about just saying like look there's this whole big bunch of data and we're just trying to understand what the patterns are in it and we're trying to relate that to what's happening to people's experience so 
this project in a lot of ways has been a lot more open-ended, which has been exciting and interesting, but also really challenging because it's, it's a lot more difficult if you don't have that problem, like here's your specific problem mm -hmm. and I'm gonna do this, 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 and then I'm gonna solve it. And then it's gonna pick a treatment for somebody. This has been really different in terms of, it's really tools for exploring the data and um, trying, trying to make use of it when you can't necessarily get that kind of clear goal. Um, so it's been cool to be doing these both of these kinds of things, and we're lucky working in AI to have you know different aspects of it. But I think in both cases, um, you always have to be so careful, um, doing your best to understand where the data are coming from, how they're being produced, and what they really mean, and whether that's like on Reddit or it's like uh, electronic health records. If you're going to do a really good job, you really need to take the time not just to understand the AI methods and stuff, although that's key but to like really appreciate what that domain of knowledge is and, and you know, how can you really add to that, um, yeah. Yeah, how much data are you getting on a daily basis? So uh, we're not doing the data collection, but the repository that hosts this um, per day, there's probably two or three gigs per day going up on, gigabytes of just pure text going up on Reddit every day. Um, I think someone was saying there's something like two or 3,000 posts every second going up. So there's not all of them are going to be relevant to what you're looking for, and that's part of the challenge of working in social media is dealing with the, uh, the huge sea of information that's out there. Um, but yeah, I think it was something like there was 3 billion Reddit posts last time we did a full count of everything we had. Oh my goodness. So there's, <laughs> there's a huge wealth of information, and that's part of why we built the search technique because um, really until you go and see what's on there in a lot of ways you have no idea what's on there because um, it's nice to think that some of that stuff wouldn't be on there and there's definitely a lot of communities on there that post about all kinds of things uh, I guess so is it levels of filters and you kind of narrow it down slowly I think that's a good way to to describe it um, and then the kind of the last stage of the research that I, I find the most interesting is when we build um, a smart filter that's customized to what we want to look at. Okay. Because uh, there's a lot you can find by just grabbing a subreddit, um, grabbing a list of usernames that you know are associated with what you want, uh, but what you can find with something that has no idea or understanding about any of these things, and then it still finds relevant things. Uh, that's the fascinating part to me. All right. Well, I think this is uh, super interesting research, and I think you guys are kind of getting on the ground floor, but it's probably going to be one of the most prominent forms of research over the next two decades or three decades is figuring out how to identify people on social media, because I think one thing we've seen from these tragedies where people are overwhelmed by stuff on social media is that there's always warning signs when you look back. Thanks, that was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> we have got our website under construction. It is phylab.uwo.ca, so P-H-I-L-A-B.uwo.ca, and um, we're slowly getting research projects up, so if people are interested to know more, they can go check that out. That concludes this episode of the Western Science Speaks podcast. I think with a research area like this, you're going to see it blow up where people try to figure out how can we deal with some of the mental health issues we see from people in my generation. 
and Dan and Brent, or at least the first I've heard, properly put it into motion. So definitely a research project to keep your eyes on. I'm Henry Standage signing out. Thanks for listening.